0: You are listening to the Awaken Natchitoches podcast. Awaken Church is a diverse community of authentic love and hope where you can belong as you change and change as you follow Jesus. So a few weeks ago, I was having uh, dinner with the family, and we were at my favorite restaurant, Nikki's. And if you know about, if you know, you know Nikki's. This Mexican uh, restaurant, in and is just oh, it's my favorite. Just gotta say, um, at least locally. <laughs> and it was something that I was noticing, like like m- my water glass of uh, ice water was was making a mess on on the table. Like it was like a real mess. And I was like, what is going on here? And I just you know, really kind of take me, took me back to science class and learning about condensation. And I got to noticing how like, you know, one drip of water, one single drip of water forming on the outside of this glass would just build and form and then slowly drop down to the bottom and was making this big mess at the bottom. Like, And I, I started thinking about how, how, how a lot of times it's interesting, like a small drop of water can make such a big difference. And the twist is for us in our lives that we tend to recognize things in life that are big and things that are that that you know that are huge and and we don't give a lot of thought to the little things. That's why that, that drop of water. That little drop of condensation caught my attention so much. For instance, have you ever felt like you just didn't have enough faith? Like you know, like you know, big faith. Like people who have big faith. That's that's uh, that that's what inspires us and gets us going, and we want to have that kind of faith. But but what does it feel like when you just don't have enough faith? Like it's it's my faith is too small to 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 see happen what I believe God has planned for me. See, faith is most commonly thought of as being assured of something you can't see. And understanding what faith is and what it isn't, well, that empowers us to live the life God has planned for us, even when it gets tough. Having a big faith is great, but the reality of the kingdom of God that Jesus introduces us to, we find that a little faith is enough. And so Jesus actually told some stories about this in in Luke 13. Let's read a couple of these. So grab a Bible and turn to Luke 13 with me. And so while we may tend to give a little thought to the small things, Jesus actually tells us here. He actually used small things as parables here to describe the kingdom of God. And So our faith needs to be like this. Jesus said, this is verse 18, Luke 13, 18. Then Jesus said, what is the kingdom of God like? How can I illustrate it? It's like a tiny mustard seed that a man planted in a garden. It grows and becomes a tree and the birds make nests in its branches. He also asked, what else is the kingdom of God like? It's like the yeast a woman used in making bread. Even though she put only a little yeast in three measures of flour, it permeated every part of the dough. Now, Jesus takes these little things as, and uses them as parables to describe how amazing and beautiful little things are of the kingdom of God. This is what the kingdom of God like. And the kingdom of God is a kingdom of faith. And here's our big idea. A little faith is enough to make a big difference. When you feel like you don't have enough faith, that your faith is just too small, I'm telling you, a little faith is enough to make a big difference. And so there's a few thoughts about this I want to camp out in uh, for a few minutes. First thought is this. Bigger is not always better. Right? I mean, I think we say that and we kind of acknowledge, oh, yeah, that's true. But, but we don't really live that out too often, probably. If you're like me, you tend to, like, you desire the bigger. You desire the more. And bigger is not always better. For instance, like, let's play a game. Name that big celebrity. What I'm going to do is I'm just going to ask you, what is your favorite actor or actress like a big actor actress a big movie star television star I'm, i'll just say tell you mine my favorite actress is christina applegate and my favorite actor is it's harder to define because there's so many but that, that that i really enjoy their work but i'm gonna say johnny depp is my favorite actor um so you know that's you know name that write that down uh, just or just think about it and the second one is favorite your favorite singer musician who's your who's your favorite big musical artist now my favorite singer/musician of all time is prince i i might get some hate for that that's okay i'm used to it but but, but that's my favorite big celebrity and the third one is this Who is your favorite professional athlete? Like who, like who is your favorite big time athlete? Mine's just retired recently. Drew Brees. And I was going to say, um, uh, another one there's, there's a, there's a guy named AJ Styles. Who's a professional wrestler. And, but a lot of times we don't think of that as athletics. It's more of entertainment. So, so I won't go there. (laughs) Although I did. (laughs) Another great one's Ric Flair. (laughs) If you like that kind of stuff. So, so, Think about that. We, you know, the idea is bigger is not always better. So these are big names, big people who maybe inspire you or encourage you. So let's see how you do with this one. Not so famous people. Name a teacher who really helped you in your schooling, who really helped you through school, who really helped you in that time of your life. Name a teacher. This is not someone who's bigger, right? Secondly, name a friend who helps you through a difficult time. In comparison to famous musicians and and actors and actresses, a friend who helped you through a difficult time would be considered, you know, well, they're not big time. But think about the impact they made. And a third one, name someone who made you feel really appreciated and special. Someone who made you feel really appreciated and special. You see, we have this idea that bigger is better. And I'm telling you, when we think about the reality of our lives, bigger is not always better the people who really make a difference in your life may not be the ones with the most credentials, the most money, the most awards, the biggest names, but they are the ones who do small things with a big heart. When we think about this phrase, the kingdom of God that Jesus uses, our, our minds seem to default to the big, to the extravagant, to the grand. But Jesus says the kingdom is like a mustard seed. It's like, it's like yeast in bread dough. Now, a no, mustard seed you can check this out. Like it's it's super tiny, and it's like if you put it up beside a penny, it looks like you know a, a little speck beside a penny. So the mustard seed, it, at the time that this was, uh, Jesus gave the parables. At the time of Jesus, the mustard seed was the smallest seed ever planted by the by a first century farmer in the part of the world where Jesus lived. Because people argue, well, the mustard seed's technically not the smallest seed. So and it's like you know Jesus was talking to people in a farming culture where he lived and so in that uh in that culture actually the mustard seed was a common metaphor for anything that was so small it seemed insignificant so you know kind of correlation today we may say that uh someone's brain is like a pea brain hopefully <laughs> hopefully you don't say that to or about someone but <laughs> but you've probably heard that phrase meaning like it's small and insignificant so in jesus culture that kind of uh Terminology would be well, they have a mustard seed brain. Okay, that's that's the that's the idea. So the seed grew to be one of the largest herbs grown in that region. Actually, not the little garden plant that we'll have, like we'll have growing greens uh, in in our gardens here, but like this twelve foot tall tree type of herb. So Jesus goes on to use examples of yeast. That's used to bake bread. And the yeast would have been different, again, just than the yeast we think of when we think about making bread today. Yeast referred to the small lump of dough that's that's taken from the previous day's bread. See, they would make the bread every day. And the small lump of dough would be worked through the new bread dough in order to influence the entire batch to rise. See, the yeast was a, a, a small dough ball from the previous day's bread batch that would that would work through and influence the, the new batch of today and they would do this day after day so in jesus parable the yeast is mixed into three measures of flour other versions may say in a large amount. So the specific word that Jesus used here, it's a, it's a word of Hebrew origin, and it's a specific measure of dry ingredients. The woman in this parable would have used a small yeast ball to permeate about, about 50 pounds of flour from what, I, from what I studied. And that's enough bread for, for 100 people. And through the mustard seed and, and the yeast, Jesus teaches that even the small can have a huge influence. When you think that, that your contribution is too small, Jesus is teaching us that in the kingdom of God, even the small can have a huge influence. When you're wrestling with your faith and you're wrestling with, you know, I don't have enough faith for this, even a small amount can have a huge influence. Here's how, here's how huge a small thing did. There's a prophecy. That was uh, about the Messiah in Micah 5.2 said that you, Bethlehem, David's country, the runt of the litter. They referred to Bethlehem as the runt of the litter. From you will come a leader who will shepherd rule Israel. He'll be no upstart, no pretender. His family tree is ancient and distinguished. You see, even a small thing, like a small town like Bethlehem, where Jesus, the Messiah, was born, can have a huge Influence So, bigger is not always better. And here we go. Here's another thing. God is in the small stuff. God is in the small stuff. Think about the, the, the narrative of Scripture. Uh, you know, small stones, small uh, 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 streams of water, uh, you know, small people. <laughs> if God can use small things in the Bible narrative, certainly He can use you. Well, I mean, what is, what is a small thing? that God has used to do big stuff in your life think about that God has used at some point probably a small thing to make a big difference to do big stuff in your life so Jesus illustrates that bigger is not always better but when we get to the bottom line Jesus is teaching that God uses small things to do big stuff God is in the small stuff so even, so, so even a little faith is enough God is working through the small in a constant storyline of the scriptures. Even when we look at, at what we might consider the four big names of the Bible characters. Think about like Abraham, Moses, David, and Jesus. Look at who they are. Abraham, a simple nomad with no influence. That's 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 how Abraham started out. You know, Father Abraham had many sons, and I am one of them, and so are you. You know, that whole father Abraham, big you know, big name, big character of the Bible. Actually he was a simple nomad without influence. Moses, and, and, and we're going to dig deeper into Moses' story next week, but Moses it was basically an obscure reject living far away from his people. David, who we think, oh, David, he's this famous king, famous, like the king of, of, of the Old Testament Israel. David was a boy shepherd, and he, he was anything but a leader when he started out. And Jesus, Jesus himself, God in the flesh, the Messiah, our savior, born to the most insignificant family. God is in the small stuff. 1 Corinthians 127 says, isn't it obvious that God deliberately chose men and women that the culture overlooks and exploits and abuses, chose these nobodies to expose the hollow pretensions of the somebodies that makes it quite clear that none of you can get by by blowing your own horn before god <laughs> doesn't this highlight our human condition i mean if we're being honest don't we don't we want to blow our own horn don't we say hey look at me isn't that what social media is all about Isn't that what like our culture really has taught us to do and, and it isn't it isn't really great I mean, it's great, right? For others to blow their horn for you. Like you want to blow your own horn, but it's even feels even better when somebody else blows their horn for you. Like, I, I think I think this is why we buy into the bigger is better mindset, because we get the idea, most likely subconsciously, that that if we do something big, something, something that gets noticed, then we'll be a better person and at least perceived as better. See, Jesus points out that the way of the kingdom isn't about fame and pride, and any of the big stuff that can lead to arrogantly proclaim, "Look what I can do." Mother Teresa, one of the, probably one of the biggest names in in Christendom, she said, "We can do great things." No, no, she said, "We can do no great things, only small things with great love." When I understand that God uses small things to do big stuff, I begin to realize something. And here's, the, here's kind of the, the bottom line when it comes to our faith. Faith results in action, and action builds faith. Faith results in action, and action builds faith. One of my favorite TV shows that, uh, that only was one season long, my favorite one season TV show was Firefly. And if you haven't seen Firefly, I, I totally recommend it, by the way. Uh, but there's a character named Shepherd Book, which is great because he's like a preacher, and his name is Shepherd Book. Think about it. Uh, <laughs> but there's a line in one of the episodes that, that there's this character named River, and River is, is she's not understanding faith at all. She's She is totally all reason. That's how she's wired. And so she's trying to to fix the Bible. And she says she's fixing this. And, 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 and shepherd book says, you don't fix faith. Faith fixes you. You don't fix faith. Faith fixes you. How, how have you seen faith result in action? And how have you seen a small act make a big difference? The parables of Jesus were his way of teaching. I mean, he used common things and common language of the times as a, 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 and of the culture as a metaphor for spirituality. But Jesus didn't just teach to teach. Teaching leads to action. For Jesus, the application is, do this. Is he saying, be mustard seed, be the yeast I think yes. That's exactly what he's saying. What we're talking about here is what we uh, what we call ministry. <laughs> the Greek word that that and and again, you'll see the word ministry in the New Testament, and the Greek uh, and the New Testament was written in Greek, and the Greek word translates to ministry as diakonia, and diakonia it means well, it comes from a root word conus, and conus means dirt or grit. So ministry is often doing the dirty work. Okay, Like that's literally what this word means: doing the dirty work. So ministry is rolling up your sleeves and doing the things that that seem unimportant. The little things. And also interesting, when you think of this word ministry, the English word ministry, it's it's actually derived from a Latin word, ministerium, which which means the doing of small things. Ministerium, doing the small things. Ministry and minuscule, they, they they find a common ground here. Like the words, ministry, minuscule true ministry is willingness to do minuscule tasks too often christians give up on a ministry or are we are we give less than a hundred percent to a ministry because they don't see we, they don't see it as successful like oh it's, it's not really very successful because why we have a bigger's better mindset they don't believe God could work through something so small. And if anything is telling us, awaken, Church, God is definitely working through something small. <laughs> Second Corinthians four one says, "And so, since God in His mercy has given us this wonderful ministry, we never give up." What if we What if we all took the you know the detours from our normal path and did the small things? What if we all just decided, you know what, I'm on a detour from from what I always default to, trying to do the biggest thing, trying to do the best, trying to get the most attention, trying to get the most notoriety, and just did the small things. What if we did small things for God? What if we did small things for our neighbor? What if we tried to see the world through the lens of Jesus' eye and made doing the small thing for God our focus instead of holding out for the big thing? Y'all, I'm telling you, as the pastor with Awakened Church, I am not holding out for the the big thing I'm here to be like James James two seventeen that says see faith by itself isn't enough unless it produces good deeds it's dead and useless I'm here to do the good thing with even a little bit of faith we tend to want the big thing now and throughout this journey we can often feel like we just don't have enough and 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 what we have to, uh, you know, to offer so insignificant. But in this moment, Jesus steps in with the mustard seed. And he steps in with a small yeast ball. And he shows us the kingdom of God. Faith is the result of action. This is called love. This action, it builds faith. This is called growth. And when even a little faith is there, I'm telling you, even a little faith is enough to persevere and keep going. So I'll take you back to that glass of water and the condensation. No, that water drop, one single drop, leaves its mark on whatever it touches. It leaves leaves a puddle. (laughs) It leaves its mark. This is the power of small faith and doing small things. A little faith is enough to make a big difference. And, and And it's not long before you realize you're not the only drop of water. You see yourself as one person in one congregation of Christ followers touching this community, joining with other congregations in a powerful movement of followers of Christ, putting our faith into action. No matter how small you feel, your faith or your contribution is, you're a part of something so much bigger than yourself. Drops, forming streams, forming raging rivers, forming a mighty ocean. All of this to say even a little bit of faith is enough to love your neighbor. (laughs) So what's your next step? Take a next step. Take time this week. Take time to do something small for someone else this week. And watch how that increases your own faith, Lord. We thank you that you're the God who is in the small things, Lord. You're in all things, and we don't want to discount that. We're not here to to bash the big, big ministries and big names and 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 big uh, anything, Lord. Lord, you work through the big and the small, but Lord, for us, encourage us that that even when our faith is small, even when we feel like I just don't have enough faith to do this, that Lord, you're in that, and that the kingdom of God is like the seed. <laughs> that just continues to grow into a huge plant a huge tree a tree the kingdom of god is like yeast that makes the bread grow and be edible and so lord we thank you that you were planted in our lives that you are yeast working through our lives and lord you make us you make us like the mustard seed you make us like the yeast and lord you work us into this community and as we do lord Lord, deliver us! Deliver us from our obsession with the big and the and and, and the and the notoriety, so that, Lord, we can live as your kingdom, right here and right now. Small as we may be, Lord, we pray for increase and we pray for provision. But, Lord, that doesn't mean we just sit and wait. But Lord, may we take action today. We love you so much. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to the Awaken Natchitoches podcast. It's our hope that you have been encouraged by today's message. Find out more about Awaken Church at awakenla.church or find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Awakened Church LA.